0: Where does your house fall on the spectrum between totally vintage time capsule house or one that's been flipped and kind of stripped of all of its original character? Today, we're going to talk about how you can deal with either situation or wherever you find yourself on the spectrum between them. Hey there, and welcome back to mid Remodel. This is the show about updating MCM homes, helping you match a mid-century home to your modern life. I'm your host, Della Hansman, architect and mid-century ranch enthusiast, and you're listening to Season 4, Episode 3. Today we're talking about the dichotomy found in mid-century homes between those that are nearly original, with all of their vintage details intact, for better or for worse, and those that are essentially shells of their former selves after an encounter with an overenthusiastic house flipper, or 90s home overhaul. This all ties in with the Season 4 theme of an overview approach to the process of updating your MCM home. We're also going to be getting into planning for accessibility and sustainability when you renovate, how to plan updates for your mid-century yard, and how to create a style guide to keep your home update on track, whether your plan is for a rapid remodel or a long-term overhaul project list of updating tweaks. Speaking of having multiple approaches to a remodel, some of what will drive your approach to updating a mid-century home will be your personal MCM style. Some people really dig the vintage vibe and are looking to keep a time capsule house pretty much as is and fill it up with restored furnishings and decor that could have been found in their or my grandparents' house. If that's you, more power to you. Others are more drawn to a modern, minimalist aesthetic but want to spice it up with mid-century elements — color, artwork, etc. And in between those two extremes are people who like the philosophy, the color schemes, the design ideas of the mid-century period, but still plan to update their home a bit to match modern life. I fall into that middle category, and I suspect many of you do too. But if you need a little assistance both IDing your spot on the spectrum and some fun inspiration tailored to your personal style, take my free mid-century style quiz to zero in on your own taste. It'll only take you about a minute, if you're decisive. And when you're done, I'll send you a style guide that's aligned just for your taste. Grab that at midmod-midwest.com slash stylequiz, or you can find a link in the show notes. Find those notes with any other links I may reference and a handy summary of everything I'm about to say on my website at midmod-midwest.com 403. By the way, where you fall in that style spectrum probably won't directly correlate to wanting to find a vintage time capsule versus a flipped house. That is, If you love vintage, you might be looking for an unmodified single-owner house to love. But if you lean to the modern end of that MCM spectrum, you won't be drawn to a flip. And that's because a house that has been chipped and flipped, so named for the HGTV approach popularized by Joanna and Chip Gaines, where they come into a house, paint all the brick white, add faux timber ceiling beams and rustic barnboard accent walls, and shutters and choose shaker cabinet doors for every opportunity has pretty much nothing to do with mid-century style or homes, but is now applied everywhere. I should be clear, there's nothing wrong with the style they like in a house that was built in the 1930s or in a character-free home from the 1970s or later that was previously just a container of drywall and vinyl siding, which needs something added. But their trademark farmhouse chic is never a good match for a mid-century ranch. Unfortunately, it is the go-to style for house flipper inspiration. I could rant about chipped and flipped homes all day, but it doesn't really get us anywhere. Today, let's talk about what you can do with your home, regardless of where it falls on that spectrum. In the 70-plus years since the mid-century ranches were built by the millions across America, these houses have had a lot of different stories, different owners, different histories. Some have been well-maintained, others not so much. Some have changed hands multiple times over the years and some have been in a single family since the day they were built. It's certainly true that many are changing hands right now, and over the last 10 years as the greatest generation owners and even baby boomers move on from single family living, and the ranches they once lived in are occupied by new owners like you and me. What you do with your ranch depends a lot on what kind of shape it's in when you move in, and like everything I talk about, it's kind of a spectrum between two opposing states that we've been discussing. I'll discuss these as opposites, the extremes in question today, to give you a sense of the most intense cases, but the odds are that your own mid-century ranch will fall somewhere in the middle between the two. Possibly you'll find I am speaking just to you when I describe what it's like to move into a mid-century time capsule that's hopefully been well-maintained but never really changed since the era in which it was built, or the special challenge of buying a house that's in the right place at the right time for you, even though it's been flipped and stripped of most or all of its mid-century character. If you love mid-century houses, you'll be looking for a way to reset that house to match its origins. I'm kind of a remodeling optimist, so we're going to talk about the positives either way. If you live in a truly vintage mid-century house, you get to play up as much of its original detail as possible, and still feel minimal guilt when making necessary modifications to elements of the house that are over 70 years old. Some of them might be required for basic maintenance. And while you're doing maintenance updates, you can make choices about the house to further tailor it to your own life and preferences. On the other hand, with a house that's been completely stripped of its original character, you don't have to worry about whether it's right or wrong to change an original detail. It's been changed. You can choose your own adventure of mid-century modern charm and go from there. You also get to benefit from some of the choices made by the flipper. Hopefully they aren't all heinous. And work they've done like replacing a roof or a furnace. That's unsexy, not fun remodeling anyway, and it's money and effort you don't have to spend. So, congrats. If you are lucky enough to land a house that's had only one or two owners over the years, and if those owners didn't feel the temptation to overhaul their home in the 80s or 90s too much, you have an interesting proposition in front of you. Let's talk about that style first. That's what I was looking for and what I chose for my own home, which is a 1952 ranch that had been owned by just two families, one for 10 years and another since the mid-60s. It's been well-maintained, and very few things about it have been changed. The windows had recently been replaced before I bought it. Now, I don't adore the choice the previous owner made, but he chose good quality windows that are environmentally friendly and now work well. And I didn't have to worry about making a sizable investment in an energy-efficient update to the house right away. Now, it's kind of one of my regrets because the windows were replaced in a very workmanlike manner. Design wise, it's uninspiring. And if I had it to do myself, I would have made different choices. But on the other hand, my reasoning wasn't wrong. The windows were well replaced with high quality product, and it would have been a stretch for me to afford that right after purchasing the house. I chose to make some fairly significant changes to the status of the original house, some for style preferences, and some for practicality. For example, I had a semi-finished basement, you know, one of those knotty pine specials with asbestos, glue, linoleum on directly on the concrete floor, and some pretty wild settler themed wallpaper in a few spots. I ended up deciding to demo the entire basement right down to the concrete walls and wooden post structure. There were some original sins built into the design, and as I dug deeper, there was clear proof that there had been water issues for a long time and there was a burgeoning mold problem. Not cool. I did try to salvage as much as I could from the previous basement. I haven't used it yet, but I saved all the knotty pine siding from that space. That's another benefit of updating a vintage house yourself. Even if you choose to tear out something original, you can save and salvage the pieces that interest you. Whereas if you buy a house that's been flipped, the things that are gone are long gone. In the trash, or hopefully at the restore, before you ever came on the When you have access to the original parts, you can choose to reuse them. For example, I'm very excited to work with a new client who actually lives in my own neighborhood. She'll be updating her mid-century ranch, and she does want to replace the original kitchen. It just doesn't lay out and work the way she'd like it to. We've talked about the problems of mid-century kitchen layouts before. But here's the upside. A few years ago, she made a hasty decision to renovate a bathroom and put in a modern counter, which has not held up over the last few years, and she now regrets. She plans to salvage her kitchen cabinets and put them back into the bathroom, which is an amazing idea that she came to me with. I'm delighted by this because I know that those original built-ins are of good quality and will stand out well for the next several decades. Plus, it'll help that bathroom go back to the vintage modern style she now loves. When you're working with a time capsule house, you have a lot of options to choose what to keep and what to replace. Make the most of original features. If you have any original wood paneling, wood floors, wood anything. Play that up. And as always, stick to my rule of thumb if it hasn't been painted before. Please don't paint it now. Don't paint your brick and don't paint your woodwork if you can possibly avoid it. If you're replacing things for reasons of maintenance, you can replace them your way, like with the windows. A recent client of mine had a house with original windows that had a sort of storybook cottage diamond painted pattern. They wanted to take the house in a bit more of a modern mid-century direction they are going to choose windows that fit with a mid-century vibe. Rather than large sheets of plate glass awning or double hungs, they're going to be putting in operable awning windows, which will be divided into thirds and pick up the themes of other mid-century houses around their neighborhood. With a vintage house, you can make case-by-case decisions about a number of things. You can preserve original door handles or cabinet pulls if they're in good shape and match your style. If not, you can update them with modern replacements. Overall, having a vintage house gives you the flexibility to know that anything you leave is original and therefore, in a certain way, justified, but that changes you need to make are possibly justifiable due to 70 years of maintenance. Here's a little snippet from the recommendation I made to the owners of a wonderfully charming vintage house in Middleton. Your goal is going to be to maintain mid-century character and tweak rather than replace when new overhaul. Your mantra as DIY home improvers can really be inch by inch and nearly all of these incremental design changes can be approached in a a one-project-at-a-time way. So follow your inclinations as you prioritize your changes. One of the biggest recommendations I made for them was actually to refinish some of their furniture purchased for a previous house to match the original wood found all over their new old home. The bottom line is that when you get a house that's fully intact, you get to decide what to keep and what to let go of. And even if you decide the layout of some of the house isn't working for you, you get access to the salvage materials, and you can make every one of those choices carefully yourself. But what about the opposite? Remember how I said I'm a remodeling optimist? I also see some benefit to working on a house that has had a lot of its character stripped away. Now, that's not to say I ever advocate for doing that on purpose. It's just that if that's the case for your home, I can help you. Don't despair. I do get really frustrated by the way that so many mid-century ranches have been steered away from their original design ethos over the decades, and frankly, this can happen to date just as easily as it has in the past. One of the interesting things about my sister Zillow search is how easily you can identify when a house was remodeled by what was done to it. And the prevailing basic style trend today is of whitewashed farmhouse chic. Unfortunately, it's a very bad match for a mid-century house. I just got a call from someone who wants to renovate a tiny, adorable vintage house in Florida. They came to me looking for a strong design move because all the contractors they've talked to so far quote them shaker cabinet kitchens. Here's what I have to say about that. No. Shaker cabinets are great. The original shaker design had an aesthetic to die for. It's simple, elegant, focused on craft and material. Those are actually some ideas it shares with good mid-century design. But their style is not mid-mod appropriate, and it doesn't match well with a ranch. Any more than a dark oak and shiny fluted brass light fixtures floral-planted wallpaper popular in the 1980s did. So when I see a house that's been updated this way appear on Zillow, I hope that it's going to end up in a family that will like it and not really know the difference. Some people don't think that much about design, but it kills a little bit of my heart. For you, dear listener, to mid-mod remodel, I assume that a house like that will say to you. Please, rescue me. So let's talk about how to do just that. When many of the previous mid-century original details for your interior, especially in kitchens and bathrooms, have been completely removed by previous remodels, you have a lot of opportunity. Uh, if your woodbook has been painted or even replaced, the handles and light fixtures are gone, what you have is the layout of a mid-century ranch. And then you get to make your own choices without being bound by concerns about preservation. You don't have to feel guilty about replacing anything. You can take a modern but mid-century approach that can actually bring a house a more Dwell magazine style vibe than a vintage house will have. Here's what I recommend to bring as much of a mid-century vibe back to the house as possible. Reintroduce wood. Slab panel cabinets in the kitchen and bath. Play with perhaps a... colorful, accent wall, or a wood one. Look for vintage-inspired door handles, cabinet handles, light fixtures, and tiles, but don't feel like you need to go retro. You can borrow from the modernist concept of using materials simply to beautiful effect. If your doors have all been replaced with panel doors, as I see in many mid-century houses, uh, you might not choose to re-replace them, but you could choose to pull off the trim and replace it with simple ranch profiles. You could even look for someone else's dropped off at ReStore set of plywood slab panel doors. You don't have to feel married to the flippers choices as you add to new parts of the house either. If you're going to do a small addition, that can be the place where you start re-establishing your style beachhead and then you can later bring it back into other parts of the house. Don't be afraid to add in bold mid-century accents. You can do a lot with furniture, with wallpaper, with coloration, with light fixtures. You can have a lot of fun with this and treat the house basically as a blank canvas. So, on which end of the spectrum does your house fall? Send me an Instagram direct message or drop me an email to let me know. We can do a little informal survey. To recap, you can make the most of your house regardless of what has happened in its past. If you come across a time capsule house, you'll be able to make the update choices that matter most to you and let the rest of the house rest on its vintage credentials oh, that little telephone nook? Yes, it is original. If you fall for a home that has had significant modifications over the decades, then you get the fun of reintroducing it to its roots, and there's a lot of joy in that process. Don't forget to download the style quiz to figure out where you fall on the spectrum from vintage to modern mid-century fan. Grab it and the rest of the show notes at midmod midwestcom slash 403. As always, I'd love you to help new listeners find the show by adding a rating and review. Let me know what you'd like to hear more about. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to make sure you never miss an episode. That's it for today. Catch the show next week to find out how you can sneak a little cutting-edge sustainability into your home as you update. This is a passion project of mine and something I bring up with every remodeling client, so I can't wait to dish. Till next time, MidMod Remodelers.